Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. There we go. I know. I it's super awesome. silly. <laughs> it's silly, but I actually love it when I hear it because uh, yes, yeah. I want to also make sure that I, di- I did that yesterday I had a call and I forgot to join the calls to merge the calls. So even though it was recording, it was actually, you know, not recording us. <laughs> so, oh, no. Yeah, uh, no, that way, when you hear that, you know for sure that it's working. So Exactly, exactly. It's, so It's a good ritual. <laughs> it is, it is. It really is. As silly as it might be, I like hearing it. So how are you yep. doing? As I was looking at it, uh, the nose of our last session, it's, it's been a little while, quite a while. Yeah, actually. yeah. So almost yeah. like a month, I see. It was like... Oh. Um, Really? Well, it was no. well. No, no, no. You're right. No, no. March, March twenty second. You're right. You're right. No, no. Yes. It March feels 22nd. longer. <laughs> yes, exactly. How are you doing? Good. Um, I now officially have what I guess is morning sickness. Although it's a big lie that it's just the morning. Oh, believe me. I I think I always said it has to be a man that said it was morning sickness because that's like. <laughs> Um, although fortunately it's not it's not growing up. Um uh-huh. it's just I kind of look at food and lose my appetite. Um so yeah. um but otherwise mentally I'm pretty good. Um things have been really busy with work and stuff, so um you know, kind of probably distracted by all of that and yeah. I haven't um, in the time of not talking to you, I haven't had another depression, so that's good. Wow. Yeah, that's what I wanted to, you know, I wanted to look at successes, you know, what things are working. And even morning sickness, I think that it's actually a positive thing, isn't it? Even though it's uncomfortable. But oh, it's- yeah. Everybody keeps all, like, people that are kind of in the know, they're like, oh, that's great news. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> really? But I guess. It just means, you know, the things are forming well and that's making me sick and so it's a good sign. I, yeah. I and the and I have to tell you the alternative. I had one friend who of all my friends I had one that didn't have any nausea or morning sickness or sickness at all. But wow. she was a teacher like you instead of a, a professor, but you know, just a teacher yeah. with little kids and what she had was severe, severe uh, exhaustion, like she was fatigued all the time. Oh, wow. And, and it was extremely bad. She said, I wish I had nausea because at least <laughs> I could function. But she was with the kids and she just was like droopy and couldn't really, she had no energy. It was really bad. So Yeah, that that is true. It is, at least you could function. And, you know, some, I definitely noticed, I, my, I normally have a ton of energy and I definitely noticed that I hit a wall sooner than I'm used to, so, um, you know, I'm I'm trying to take care of myself a little bit more, but 
And then last week, um, I did the first ultrasound and saw the heart beating. Oh, my God. I know. That was pretty amazing. So, so crazy how quickly it grows. Like, it's really the first eight or nine weeks, and then it's, like, becomes fully formed, and then it just gets bigger, which is incredible. Yeah, wow. So, yeah, you're right. It is. So you are how many weeks now? I'm I'm in my eighth, so I'm completing my eighth week. But that's but that's you know a little bit of a fiction because they add two weeks. So yeah. their traditional way of counting is from your last period. Right. You're obviously not pregnant for two of those <laughs> weeks, so I'm really only six weeks. But um, you know what? Interesting. Yeah, that's how it works, and that I think that they work because. Then you you know the baby's born around forty weeks and it makes sense and it's easier. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, again, it's probably men that decided that. <laughs> yeah, I know. and I mean that they do it because they don't have precision when there's ovulation. Whereas in my case, we know exactly mm-hmm. how old everything is because it was all in a laboratory. Right. <laughs> so right. it's a little bit different, but um, no. So that's you know that's been pretty good, and you know I have done. Um, I don't know if Christina told you, but I was having some trouble accessing the recording. She mentioned um, it. She mentioned it, and I, I um, she, she's checking on it because one of the things that sometimes Talkshu has an issue could be from the phone. Yeah, sometimes that happens. I don't know. I could. Yeah. Um, I think she's ex- exploring a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but I did do tapping on my own. Um, so. When school stops, I can do it on my computer. It's just my my schedule's so hectic that really it's when I'm exercising or driving that is the best time for me to listen to anything. So, um, but I have been I was I did do tapping when stuff was coming up, so um, that was good. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's really good. And overall, it sounds like you're feeling good. Yeah, I think pretty good. Um, you know, I'm trying to think if there was any, you know, nothing to, you know, s- same kind of stuff, you know, some anger around my ex and um, and a little bit of work, some things going on there, but nothing too, too extreme, you know. Um, so it just kind of, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of in this, little bit of a cocoon phase where I'm just trying to be quiet and introspective and, um, you know, just take care of myself, really. That sounds great. And do people, like, do people at work know you're pregnant? Not yet, no. Um, I mean, some friends do, but not the institution. And and it's not a very good place. They're not very humane. So I'm going to wait as Mm. long as possible. No, that's that's too bad, actually. So you're, it's not a place yeah, where you... Yeah, it's not a very... It doesn't have a lot of integrity. I like the people I work with, but the in, the leadership is really pretty corrupt and not mm. very good people, unfortunately. That's too bad. That's like, well, yeah. I mean, overall, but the, the immediate people you work with, yes? Yeah, I know my colleagues, the other professors, they're all nice. You know, I think we're all kind of tolerating a pretty bad system, you know. So, 
I mean, it's like a typical Latin American dictatorship. <laughs> you know, wow. like, I got all my practice from my field work um, of dealing with it. But it's, yeah, I mean, I'm putting up with it because it, I have a salary that allows me to do what I'm doing and health insurance. And, you know, I there's parts of being a professor that I love, which is mostly when I get to go to conferences and write and um but it's definitely not a forever situation, unfortunately. Yeah. And there's no maternity policy, so I have to be pretty strategic um, to figure wow. out how to keep my job security and everything. So, so you're gonna be you're gonna be delivering. Um, when when are you due? Um, they they said November seventeenth or eighteenth. Which is going to be um, Scorpio Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, Scorpio. That's true, but that don't count on that one. I would not say count on that because my <laughs> my daughter was supposed to be, uh, um, you know, she was supposed to be born March like March fifth was my due date, and she was born February ninth. So oh my god! Wow. I know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> she was born the day of my uh, baby shower, which was a a very special ritual we were going to do, and I was going to have oh, the cast of my wow. belly, and I was having contractions, so that didn't work. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Well, I hope, it, I hope it's not that early because I do need to teach. I mean, part of my worry is keeping my job, and so I'm kind of hoping I can do the first part of the semester without any problems. We'll right. see what happens, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, it's just too too far ahead there's no need to worry about that now right yeah I, yeah okay and would it be a good idea then to dive into what you know the different pieces that form your connection with men and how yeah. how is that affecting today and your ex the younger with your ex we could always start there of course but i think yeah. it's really cool because we you know if we start with your ex we would be doing like a top down you know, approach of like, okay, he's the most recent, but in reality, it's like, uh, it has more to do with, you know, with John, with your uncle John and different um, things that happen. Yeah, we left off, we didn't get to my father, we did everyone else. That is true, that is very true. So let's touch base and look um, for a moment, if you just close your eyes and just check, check in a moment if you were to ask your body not so much your mind but your body especially like your belly now that is quite busy there <laughs> in in relationship with men who was the one if it was one man in, in particular that had a significant impact in the way that you relate to men who comes to mind uh I mean, I assume it's my father. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can't. No, it makes a lot of sense. I just wanted to check because I know that since you weren't raised with him, but of course, you know, um, I think in, in that case, I think it would be very important that we actually, uh, and we can actually definitely do some healing. We don't have to just do the history. We can definitely start doing some healing. Um, and so... What would be, in order to do um, some healing, what would be the, the 
the best way to get, uh, to go about it is look at what was the earliest and the worst memory that you have with him that had a negative impact in you. Uh, and and by the way, I was going to forward you our recent email exchange, and then I realized that Christina answers your email, so. Oh, I'm so. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry that I didn't mention that. If at any point, uh, first of all, she's she's wonderfully and very discreet. Uh, oh, I'm but, sure. Yeah. But but if you know, but if anything like that happens again, on the subject, I, I mentioned this to you. On the subject, if you just put for Laura, she just uh, forwards okay. things for me. She okay, doesn't look perfect. at it. Okay. Yeah, because um, I I was gonna send you in January. We had some back and forth and email which would have given you great insight into into him. I can still forward it to you, but um, I just I'll do that after the call. But um so the earliest memory, you know, I didn't meet him until I was four. Right. So okay. um you know, I think if I have a distinct memory um I think it might have been maybe around five. Okay, that's perfect, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think um, he was staying at, like, a, a, a little house on, in Tuxbury, and my mother and I were visiting, and he, we had always had, I, I, I know that, it's funny because the memory has history, although I don't remember the history because I remember feeling uncomfortable around him. And then we were playing with a bunch of kids, and I had a moment of like, "Oh, this is my dad," and and he scolded me for not letting the other kids have a turn. Like I think he was spinning us or something, and oh. I got re- really upset, and I ran to the house, and then he followed me um, and was trying to comfort me. And I remember he was rubbing the inside of my legs, and that felt really bad and weird. Um, hmm. and then around that same trip, like he, he was trying to teach me not to suck my front thumb. So he stuck it in this yucky thing that made my thumb sting and hurt. Um, you know, so my father was always trying to correct me and was very critical and he had very little time with me. And also I was a super sensitive little person. So, um, it always ended up feeling unsafe and, and crying or feeling basically, yeah, unsafe. So. Okay, yeah. And and the sense that, and what was the quality of the attention that he gave you? Was it like, were the other kids there, were they his kids or just kids that were? No, they were the, neighborhood kids. Like, I think he, he was, I mean, he was in his mid-20s, you know, so he was quite young and Right. I think he was staying at like a cottage that was attached to a big house with rich people, and they had kids, and so we were all out kind of playing, you know. And I think he was like spinning kids, and um, okay. so it was like I kind of put myself out there, you know, and then I got what felt like really stung. So okay.
<laughs> so it, it sounds like he, he wasn't a, a very loving and understanding. And also, why would he be rubbing the inside of your the inside of your thigh? You said. Yeah. So so, you know, I should clarify that my father is mentally ill. I mean, okay. he's he's clearly he's like either a narcissist or a sociopath or a psycho. He's, you know, an alcoholic, like he's not well, <laughs> but it took me many years to figure that out. So, you know, in telling this story, I think it's important to understand that I was not dealing with a healthy man. Well, absolutely. And at the same time, I think that is really, really important um, that for like that little five-year-old, she had no idea, of course, and the yeah. impact was really huge in the way that he acted, even if it was later justified. So what is very important is to to understand the difference between what is intellectually, what you know about him, but right. how you actually felt and the things that he did, how that made yeah. you feel is yeah. what it actually has the impact in your life with men. Yeah. Yep. Because Absolutely. for that... Right. Now, during that visit, were you alone or was mom staying with him as well? I think my mom was staying with us as well. But she was not, it doesn't sound like from the memory that she was a resource or a place where you could go for comfort. Um, Not entirely. I don't think she was on his side, but I think she just wasn't there. Like she realized what was going on. Does it like what you um so let's actually dive in and check with her. Because it's it's interesting that even though she was there, it also for little Lisa it was not it wasn't really very aware that you could actually go to mom and seek comfort. Mom was not a very comforting parent anyway. Um you know, it's funny because when I was that age I was very affectionate, so I remember always hugging, and there was a lot of physical contact, I think, because I initiated it. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised if I went to my mom, but I don't think at that very moment she was present. But I do, you know, she did, you know, she did, I think I kind of... um, made it happen, you know, because I'd go to her and hug her or... Right. Okay. And she wasn't a cruel woman. You know, I think she did it reciprocate. She just isn't a very... She's not normally very touchy, you know. Okay. Is she affectionate now or not even now? Um, Not in the way of hugging and kissing. She's very... She's very devoted helping me, you know, and yeah, talking. in different and, ways, yeah. But no one is, but we're very Yankee, you know, our whole family. Ah, I see. Pretty, pretty sickle. Way <laughs> 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 sickle. Yeah, like, uh, what is it, very, uh, like, in a Puritan sense, the body is not about very the body, Puritan. right? Yeah. It's very intellectual. It's more a... Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No hugging and kissing. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's uh, go. Just take a deep breath and close your eyes. 
and let's go back to that scene as if you were able to see this memory on a movie screen. And just notice what's happening, and you can just slightly freeze the scene because we want to connect with that five-year-old Lisa. Mm -hmm. And did Dad have any nickname for you? Did he call you a certain way or not really? No, he was never, you know, I called him Paul, and there was never, there was never really a daughter-father relationship. Um, okay. Okay. And can you connect with her? Can you just notice if you, as your adult self, going to that scene? Mm-hmm. Just how does Lord Lisa respond to you being there? Um, fine. Does she recognize that you are her all grown up, or do we want to tell her? Um, she does now. Okay. And let her know that that you you know you're here to help her, and if she could share share with you what is going on, what does she need help with? How is she feeling? She feels scared. Okay. Okay. Can she tell you a little bit more what she's scared about or off? Um, I think she she just feels unsafe. You know, like kind of a I don't know, like emotionally unsafe. Maybe I don't think he ever physically. Who knows? I mean, he could have done something, but he he never hit me or anything. Like it wasn't ever that. But I never, I always felt incredibly unsafe with us. Uncomfortable, uncomfortable and unsafe. Okay. Okay. So let's just ask her if it would be okay to tap on her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. So we're going to start, as you start tapping on your karate point, imagine okay. that you're tapping on her little hand. Okay. And we're always going to talk to her. Okay. Even even though you're scared. Even though you're scared. And you feel uncomfortable around that. And you feel uncomfortable around your father. Yeah. I am here to let you know you're a wonderful girl. I'm here to let you know you're a wonderful girl. And I will protect you. And I will protect you. Even though you're scared and uncomfortable around Paul. Even though you're scared and uncomfortable around Paul. Because sometimes you just don't know what to expect. Because sometimes you just don't know what to expect. He's a little odd. He's a little odd. I want to let you know that none of that is your fault. I want to let you know that none of that is your fault. You have not done anything wrong. You have not done anything wrong. And I love you very much. And I love you very much. Tapping through the points. That Paul can be scary. That can be very, Paul can be very scary. Yeah, or your father, however, feels right. It's just, it's just so uncomfortable to be around him. 
it just feels uncomfortable to be around him. You don't know what to expect. You don't know what to expect. Sometimes he's trying to be nice. Sometimes he's trying to be nice. But then he says things that really hurt you. But then he says things that really hurt you. He even does things that are uncomfortable. What did, I didn't hear that. He even does what? Things that are uncomfortable, like putting your finger in that jar, probably something spicy, or touching you in a way that, right? So he, he even does things that feel uncomfortable. Yeah, so he, he even does things that make you feel uncomfortable. I am here to let you know. I'm here to let you know. That I will protect you. That I will protect you. Even if mom is not around. Even if mom is not around. I am here to protect you. I am here to protect you. Because you deserve to feel comfortable and safe. Because you deserve to feel comfortable and safe. You're a wonderful girl. You're a wonderful girl. You're totally precious. You're totally precious. And I really love you. And I really love you. Take a deep breath. Great. Now take a moment to just check in and see how she's feeling. Yeah, I think hearing those words, that reassurance was is good. She, is she calmer or is she still a little scared? Because we need to attend to whatever is going on for her. How is she feeling? Yeah, I don't think she's quite as scared. I think she feels reassured that an adult will help to take care of things. Okay. And what is it that she really want? Would she like to tell dad, you know, you know, don't do she that? Doesn't, or... No, she just doesn't even want to be around him. Okay. And and that is it makes a lot of sense. So let's just tap because I want I want to share one as you tap on your points and imagine tapping on her. Yeah. We're going to tell her something and let her know that she doesn't have to be around him as much. But there's one key component that I want to share with you, and is okay. that it's very important that we allow her to feel empowered in front of him okay. with your support. So okay. she needs to acknowledge that she has a certain need and that yeah. she can say, this doesn't feel good or don't do that or you know, stop that, whatever it might be, or that hurts my feelings, because that is where it comes from a, um, that is the place where trying to get away from him is yeah. getting, in, like today, that that translates into getting into relationships with men that can have a tendency, you know, to a small degree or a bigger degree that could be narcissistic or the, some some unhealthy pattern and the way yeah. for you to feel safe is to get away from them, which is what she That's did. That's true. Yeah. Right? So we yeah. need to help her feel um, strong and empowered and in whichever way um, you can support her. So this is what we're going to tell her. You can just tap to the point. Um, it makes so much sense that you want to get away from Paul. It makes so much sense that you want to get away from Paul. He is not a good guy. He is not a good guy. He's just weird. He's just weird. 
And of course, I I understand that you just want to get away from him. And I understand that you just want to get away from him. And I will definitely help you do that. And I'll definitely help you do that. But before we do it... But before we do it... Before we get away... Before we get away... There's something very important that you have to tell him. There's something very important that you have to tell him. And I want you to ask him, ask her these, as little Lisa. Did it feel okay or or fair what he did? Did it feel okay or fair what he did? No. Good. Great. So what, and I want you to tell her that you have a magic wand. So you can say, I have a magic wand. I have a magic wand. And we can make you twice as big as Paul. We can make you as big as Paul. Or even more, like twice as big. And twice as big. Yeah, and we can shrink Paul. So we can shrink Paul. So you feel very comfortable and safe saying how you feel. Mm-hmm. So you feel comfortable and safe feeling what you feel. So just grab your magic wand and, very, and notice that very young Lisa that is five. Still, she looks like a little five-year-old, but she's now like 10 feet tall. Yeah. And now Paul is probably what, like two or three? Uh-huh. Can you see that? Yeah. And does she feel comfortable now speaking to him and speaking her truth and what's going on for her? Or she needs something else? She can have anything. Yeah, I think she feels, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I will, I'm will. i going to start by saying a couple of things and then I would love for her to, and also ask her, is it is she okay just speaking speaking her mind? Remember, she's a five-year-old, right? So I would say, yeah. I would start by saying, Paul, I didn't like it when you asked me to share with the other kids. I didn't like it when you asked me to share with the other kids. I am your only daughter. I am your only daughter. And I want to feel special. I want to feel special. Because I am special. Because I am special. I wish that you could see it. I wish that you could see it. It's not fair that you don't. It's not fair that you don't. And you hurt my feelings. And you hurt my feelings. And I'm not ready to stop sucking my thumb. And I'm not ready to stop sucking my thumb. <laughs> so what you did putting my, my finger inside that jar was really mean. So we, by putting my finger in that jar was really mean. You will never do that again. You will never do that again. And the way you touched me and my legs, that was that was really not okay. And the way you touched me on my legs was really not okay. From now on, you're going to be nice to me. From now on, you're going to be nice to me. Because I am special. Because I am special. And I I have needs and I need to be taken care of. And I have needs and I need to be taken care of. Just... I just I want you to be nice to me. I just want you to be nice to me. What else would you like to say? Anything and everything. Go for it. Oh, that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think that covered almost. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, 
maybe, and I'm perfect just how I am. I don't yes. There's nothing wrong with me. Um, exactly. That I'm lovable just as I am, and and he doesn't need to yell or 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 be mean or you know critical or. Yeah, I'm not gonna allow you to be critical or mean with me anymore. I'm not gonna allow you to be critical to me of me anymore. So you're gonna stop that now. So you're gonna stop that now. I am really nice, and I am very good. I am very nice, and I'm very good, and well-behaved. <laughs> yeah, and I'm smart, and I'm very special. And I'm smart, and I'm very special. And I'm completely lovable the way I am. And I'm completely lovable the way I am. I, you don't need to change me. You don't need to change me. I don't want you to change me. I don't want you to change me. I am happy with how I am. I am happy with how I am. And there's something wrong with you. And there's something wrong with you. If you cannot see it. If you cannot see that. But that is your problem. But that is your problem. I am just going to be a wonderful woman one day. I'm going to be a wonderful woman one day. And you're going to be nice to me. And you're going to be nice to me. From this day forward. From this day forward. There's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with me. And my needs are totally okay. And my needs are totally okay. I'm perfectly lovable the way I am. Perfectly lovable the way I am. Take a deep breath. Is there any part of that little five-year-old that is either angry at him or frustrated or or does she feel like she said everything she had to say to Paul? Uh, yeah, I don't remember anger at that age. It came later. <laughs> um, of course. I think I just, I was just scared. You know, I think that's the memory I have. Is she still a little scared? Just check and it's totally okay. Just make, Let's make double sure. No, I don't think, I think, I think, um, no, I don't think she feels scared anymore. Now, let's give her something extra special. Ask her, what would she like? And again, remember that she's only five, right? She's this yeah. tiny little thing, even though now she's big. Tell her that because you're coming from the future, she can have absolutely anything to take her fear away. So she can have a dragon in her pocket that she can bring out anytime she's scared of that. Or she can have uh, a special shield that protects her. Anything at all for her to feel that she's safe no matter what's going on around her, especially when it comes to dad. Yeah. I mean, I think she wants another adult. <laughs> okay. You know, some other, you know, whether it's a pretend father or archangel or some bigger person to stand up to him and protect her. Perfect. Okay. And 
Would it be okay if it is if you want somebody else? Would it be possible? Because I think I mentioned this to you, but I, this is, is a very key component. This is actually your internalized dad, the one that we're dealing with now. I know that he's, your real dad is somewhere living, right? But your yeah. internalized dad is within you. And if yeah. you want to, you could actually allow him to heal and change. Okay. Would that be something that you're open to doing? Absolutely. Okay. So, what was, oh, Paul, yes. Would it be okay, since you know him, would it be okay if I talk with Paul briefly? And yep. um Okay, great. Good just, luck. You know. <laughs> well, let's, let's just very briefly. <laughs> <Thank Okay. you. laughs> oh, that's good. Um, hi, Paul. I am Laura. I'm a very good friend of your daughter, Lisa, and I just wanted to ask you a couple of questions. Thank you so much for speaking with me. So do you was, want me to answer like him? Or? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, answer as uh, if you were him. Okay. And, uh, okay, yeah, what? Well, I'm just curious. I know that you, you know, that Lisa didn't grow up with you, but do you actually, do you really, do you care about your daughter? Oh, my daughter doesn't care about me. She's been, you know, an awful person my whole life, and everything I've tried to do, she rejects. And and I just wish I had never met her mother. I wish she was never born. Mm. So you don't, you really don't care much for her. She's just, a, yeah. Like I just, you know, she's just the worst person ever. I I feel like I tried so hard to be, you know, the right person, but whatever. She rejected everything that I did. So I'm yeah. the victim here. She's, you know, she's the perpetrator. So. It it sounds like it must be really really hard because it sounds like that she has heard has heard your feelings as a father many times. Is that true? Well, everybody everybody has you know screwed me over. So you know everyone in the world. My parents were horrible, and all these people. My sisters are horrible, and you know the the it's just people I worked with and. And so, you know, mm. I'm just screwed over by life. So mm, yeah. No matter what I do, I'm I'm just completely, everybody's always screwing me over. Wow. You certainly have a, I'm, I'm so sorry, you certainly sound like you had a really awful life. I mean, I'm impressed that you're even alive with the the treatment and lack of support that you've had all the, early your life. I'm so sorry. Now, I have a very brief question. Um, and I know that, that Lisa has been a, a terrible daughter and person in your life and has caused you so much pain, just like most everybody. Is there any part of you that you that would like her to just to be a, a, a decent woman and to be happy despite of everything? Do you think that is there any part of you that wishes her good? No. No. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for speaking with me. No problem. So, is it possible that this father, they say, I'm asking Lisa, the adult Lisa, is it possible yes. that, these, that this father 
can actually go someplace. Because this is what I envision, that literally the angels are coming to take him to this healing clinic, and he gets to scream and kick and cry until he's like, you know, blue on the face and exhausted for weeks. Until he just, after expressing all the anger and the unfairness of the, that the world has done on him, he can start crying. Because he's clearly, you know, so he can really get in touch with how much he's been abused by everyone. And then from that place, recognize that maybe there is something else to life. And this is an alternative father. This is not your real dad. Do you okay. think that that could I be think possible? Medication would not be helpful. Um, yeah, you know, I can try to imagine that, but he's mentally ill. Um, and so there was never any good that I saw in him. Um, okay. and, and any of the good was because it made him feel better about himself. You okay. know, it was a narcissist because it made him feel like he was a good person. He didn't do it because he cared about me or cared to get to know me. So um, yeah. I'd like to think if he went and, you know, stopped drinking and got therapy and took medication that maybe a part of him could recover. But... Okay. This is a person who's even his own family says he's psychotic. So. Okay. So let's let's do an alternative thing for now. Eventually we may, but right now let's do this. I want I want little Lisa, the five year old, to come up with an absolutely ideal dad. Okay. <laughs> so this is. Have you ever actually created in your you know, I mean, it starts in your imagination, but we're making these into a, a human being, okay? Yeah. Real bones yeah. and flesh. Okay. So what kind of daddy, and this would be a daddy for her, okay? What kind okay. of daddy does she really want, this five-year-old little girl? Okay. Um, well, I think when a dad that really loves, being with her, you know, and is yeah. excited to see so her. We already seen him. He's he's is he, is he tall? Is he slender? Is he, you know, brown hair, blonde? Just see him. I want you to really see this man. Uh, probably tall, maybe brown hair. Okay. Um, in pretty good shape. Um. A nice face, like kind of um, a pleasant, nice person. Great. And notice that that he's there. You may not, you know, you may or may not see perfectly well his features and everything. Maybe you do. But Lisa comes, and he's just like he comes down, maybe into his knees or crouching, open his arms to pick her up, and it's just so excited and thrilled to see her. I mean, he's just twirling her around and and then, you know, without pushing it, you know, she's excited to see him too. Can you yeah. picture that? And then, you know, he sets her down and holds her little yeah. hand and yeah. they walk to play somewhere. Yeah. And he has set aside, maybe this is a weekend, so he has set aside work and other people 
because he just wants to really get to know Lisa and what Lisa and Lisa is a center. Lisa, if she you know, she wants to go and ex- explore bugs in the woods, that's what they're doing. Or if she wants uh-huh. to draw, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Whatever she wants to do, she's just completely, you know, like enthralled by whatever you know, whatever little thing she gets to do. Right. Mhm. Very interested. Very, very good at providing for her. Like, are you hungry? You know, providing healthy food. Maybe there's a treat, but it's always, like, really caring and loving. Mm-hmm. Is there anything uh, in particular that she wants? Ask her if there's uh-uh. anything at all. I think um, just that he genuinely is interested in, in her, you know, like her noticing her and what she's yeah. doing what she's saying or, you know, caring about that. And And he is, absolutely. And he really is. Is there anything that that feels a little bit like she needs something in particular that will really show her that he's truly, truly there? That he, you know, he's not interested in other kids. I mean, they're there. And if she wants to play with the other kids, that's cool. But... He's there for her. Um, yeah, I mean, I remember, you know, just as like a contrast when I was older, but I was trying to share with my father, I think it was like a TV show that I thought was really interesting. And I was, you know, really looking forward to sharing it and bonding. And then he went into the TV room and he turned on a totally different program. He'd completely forgotten about the conversation. And even when I kind of, like, suggested it, he had no memory or interest. And and I think just, like, a person, a father who's, like, not only, like, oh, that's interesting to you, and then wanting to watch it with me, and then saying, you know, wanting to talk about it or or learn about it and taking me seriously, you know, my little desires and ideas. Um, I think that's what I was missing probably from both of my parents. Right. So how about if you, these new dad, it's not only because I, I want him to be, to, I want you to notice almost like if you see the timeline. So at five-year-old, he's there. He does play with Lisa. and He plays maybe with the other kids, but the moment comes where He's like, okay, let's just, I'm going to, you know, kids, we'll see you later. I'm going to do something special with Lisa. She, he just plays with her a lot. And later on when she talks about this show, he's like, oh, so tell me about what, you know, why is it so interesting? Shall we watch it together or do you want to tell me? And right. he's really curious. Yeah. Very curious. Yeah. And he does watch it together with you and you guys, yeah. you know, connect. Yeah. He's he's really there. He's really there. What other instance? Like maybe he even talks later on about asking about school or if there's any any help that that Lisa needs with school or with mom. Yeah, I mean, I think also just having someone take care of things. You know, like I used to have to always ask him to pay for bills, and it was so stressful. Or, you know, and he would even give me a hard time about it. So just basic necessities, you know, like just okay. making sure 
everything was taken care of, so I wouldn't be aware of anything. I can just play and and be yeah. a kid. Great. So I want you to to notice that they, he's doing all of that throughout time. And yeah. this is going to be, so there's two pieces that we're going to do together. So he's going to, this new dad is going to be in place and is going to start giving Lisa everything. So I want you to just notice that he's there when she's five, he's there when he's seven, he's there when she's eight, and throughout yeah. time providing for her. So she, you know, she has to just spend time with him and it's about playing and yeah. doing things and Completely different from the real dad. He yeah. a, has a stable job, and he's a good guy. Has good relationships with others. He's a new person. This is not. Okay. This has nothing to do with your dad. Okay. <laughs> can you can you imagine that? Yeah, it feels great. <laughs> cool. So yeah. this is a piece of what we're gonna actually start giving to her. Is this new dad that throughout her life has been there for her? Interested, curious, present, available, and really just like, just truly, truly there and allowing young Lisa throughout the years to absorb this new reality. So the big piece, Lisa, that I want you to do for these next couple of weeks is that it's two things. One is to actually, we're going to have this new dad. So visit, um, whenever you can, just you can visit young Lisa. And at whatever age, you know, maybe the eight-year-old calls or eight or nine-year-old Maybe he's a five-year-old, maybe he's a 15-year-old. It doesn't matter. At any age, just notice that this new dad is present in her life. Yeah. And it's a man that is respectful, understanding, curious, present, and available, Mm -hmm. and very, very conscious. Like He has an awareness that, that, that his daughter has a lot of needs. Yeah. Right? And then they're normal. And that she's just, she's precious the way, exactly the way she is. There's no need to change her. He's very curious because he doesn't have the opportunity to be with her as much as he would like to. So he's very curious and interested in what, you know, the latest thing that she's doing or what she's curious about or what may be going on in her life. Yeah. And very... You know, very present. He said he's a very positive presence in her life. Yeah. And at the same time that that takes place, so I would like you to notice that then there is this real dad, right? That is all this time he's in this special clinic. Okay. How about it? He's in an asylum. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And he, yeah, he's in an asylum where he, well, he and he's been taken care. You know, he's been taken care there because we acknowledge and recognize that he's being victimized by the world in such an intense way. He just needs to be protected. 
that initially he's there to just isolate from the world and survive because he cannot do it otherwise. And and he's going to be learning different coping skills, and but also a lot, a lot of healing. Something, if he had a very abusive childhood, he has a lot to heal as well. Right? Yeah, I don't know how, I don't know how abusive it really was. I think he's just a victim. You know, I think he's delusional. So have you met your grandparents? His parents? Yeah. yeah. And are I mean, they nice people or? His mother was just kind of controlling and critical, but she wasn't abusive. I mean, she um, and the 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 father I think was more difficult for the girls in the family. Um, but my father, my aunt says that my father has a thing that her father and grandfather had, which is literally like a kind of psychosis. Mm-hmm. They're okay. extremely narcissistic, and the world, you know, they're victims their victim mentality, and they're vicious, and they're cruel. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I really do think, I'd like to think he could get sober and get help, but I think there's something wrong with him. Um, okay. So that's kind of how I understand him today. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So maybe in this clinic, what he gets is actually he has a lot of support and medication that allows him to cope. Instead of self-medicating with alcohol, he slowly yeah. starts, you know, yeah. Yeah. having regular medication that helps him uh, get a little bit of a grip on, on his life. Yeah. Just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's, that's really more So he's, yeah, so he's both in a way uh, taken care of in a safe place for him that it doesn't impact you or young Lisa as she develops a relationship with a new dad. Yes, yes. Does that sound good? Yep, it does. Great. Wonderful. So do you want to go, shall we, do we have some, do you want to do something for a couple of weeks or would you like to wait? How, how are you? Um, Schedule-wise, I have um, I'm traveling next week, and then the next week is the last week of classes. So oh. it's, it's going to be a little bit crazy. So, if so we how about if we go to the talk, following? Yeah, I think if we could look, um, if you give me just one second, I'm looking at my calendar. I think if we could do, um, if we could do, for example, the 24th, um, yeah. That would be perfect because then I would okay. be. Can we do the 24th? Um, let me see. We can do the 24th at 8.45 in the morning or 1.30? Um, 8.45. I think either one should be fine. Um, yeah, 8.45 is fine. Great. Okay. Um, so, and then I'll try to, you know, um, maybe on the plane, you know, listening to the recording on the computer is just a little bit challenging, but if, if Christina does get, um, a solution to the phone thing, uh, I'll definitely try to listen 
Absolutely. Yeah, I'll I'll check with her. And you even became a member, you said, right? So that yeah, that shouldn't be an issue. It, it didn't work though, because when I signed in, it says I have nothing in my account. Really? Yeah. Oh, because you're going into your you, even as a member, you still have to go into the link that she, that she gave you, not not your own link. Well, no, I I click on that link and then um, and then it asks me to sign in. And so I created an account, huh. and then it still it opens up and it says you have no files. That is so odd, Lisa. We have we have nine recordings. I know because that I can so see funny. it on my laptop. Right, um, that is so. So let me double check and I'll I'll let you know. Okay, yeah, and then um, just one last thing to you. Um, I mean I don't have to share it, but do you think it would be helpful? If you oh yeah, yeah, them. no, no, go right ahead. Send them to me. Yeah, send them to me. Just put uh, for Laura, and she will just forward it okay. to me. No problem. And, so yeah. And just contextually, we had gone about ten years without communication before that the January email. So you know. Just okay, so to get a sense. Context that this is not a person that I had really a relationship with. So um, okay. I'll forward those to you, and that'll give you a little bit of insight into him. So. Perfect. Yeah, that would be very helpful. <laughs> but definitely I'm hang out with my new dad. Yes. <laughs> <That's a lot laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, sure. and uh, and the the big piece is definitely continue, even if for some reason you don't get in touch with the recordings. It's totally okay because the biggest piece that you can do right now. It's developed this relationship with this new dad that we created. And especially that this dad actually recognizes that Lisa's not perfect because nobody is, but he's not interested in changing her. She's actually curious about her, which is a huge difference. It is. Yeah, I know that made a lot of sense. So I'll I'll focus on that. That sounds good. Perfect. Yeah, and write to me. If you notice anything at all that comes up or any dreams or anything, okay? Okay. I'll do Wonderful. That. So, okay. Thank you very much. You're okay. very welcome. Bye-bye. Right. Okay, bye-bye.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.